see right here in the front, we've got the uh, greatest shirt I'll see this whole time at Dragon Con. This gentleman in the Needless Things shirt right up front. Excellent. I gotta do something to get you to pronounce my name right. <laughs> I'm going to have to assume this is JJ shoulder height <laughs> sitting sitting right in the front. <laughs> you know what? Let's we've got a couple minutes. Let's let's banish this myth once and for all. I, I I told him like the hilarious thing about it is I think he is actually shoulder height. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just got a very tally. <laughs> Um, Come on, Noel or Christian? Text. Okay. Noel, can you get a picture of me with? It is factual. (laughs) It is factual that this is JJ shoulder height. (laughs) 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 I have been pronouncing it right the whole time. (laughs) Holder shite. Holder shite. Holder shite. Powder shelt. Powder shelt. Powder shelt. I am powder shelt. Do this on the next live stream and get it right. Powder shelt. I, I know it's not as complicated as I'm making it, but it wouldn't be funny if I wasn't making it complicated. If I can make me look like a dumb dumb, it, it's really advantageous for everybody. Expectations get lowered. It's just a good time. I mean, it rhymes with chowder belt if it makes it easier. Chowder belt. I like that. <laughs> My high school English teacher did have to do powder like chowder just to get it right. Uh, I I think I tell you what right now, um, Joe Crow. Hey. Uh, I need you to run down to the patent office <laughs> and trademark chowder belt. Done. We're gonna start working on that for next year. I'll be here. It would be. Any uh, whatever kind of chowder you want, but imagine you're sitting here in a panel. You're watching people talk. We're going to, this is our preamble. We're going to have a little preamble. You're sitting in a panel at Dragon Con. It's halfway through the day. You've been up for a couple hours. You know you've got a long day ahead. Panelists are having fun, but man, you've just got that rumble in your stomach. And you're sitting there like, oh man, I sure could use a nice hot chowder right now to really help me get through the rest of the day. You want me to be on this panel? And you just pull, you pull the tube. Out of your chowder, out of your chowder belt, and you just sit there sucking on chowder, getting that, getting that nourishment, getting feeling, using body heat to keep it. Yes, yes, absolutely. That, that, no, of course not. That clam-based energy just coursing, coursing through your veins. So the the little oyster crackers are those a, a, something you clip onto the pack, or do you have a associate? This is like you have like it's like Batman's utility belt, where most of it is in sort of a tube around the side, but then the the crackers would be in an extra little pouch. It doesn't matter. It's fine. We'll we'll, we'll use this because now I've got all the props over here, so right. we're, we're good. Not that we have props. Hey, welcome to Audible Interlude, a GI Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker, and I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern, that's a master of disguise. <laughs> Codename Legion Cub. And I, I am. Thank you. Uh, 
I am not a master of disguises. Anybody who's seen G.I. Joe knows Chuckles, the last thing that he does is look innocuous or disguise himself in any way. Um, I, I, so I had to switch to my reading glasses. At some point, this may go, because this, let, me, let me tell you, $12 wigs don't breathe all that well. Uh, all right, we've, we've got a lot to cover, but first I want to get, there's some things about the track room specifically that I want to make sure everybody hears, uh, because we, we've got this fantastic list here of kind of just information that goes across all of the Dragon Con panels, especially here in the Classics track. Uh, this year's Dragon Con charity partner is Cure Childhood Cancer. Uh, since 1975, Cure has raised millions of dollars to advance promising research, lobbied for important legislation, and provided tangible support to thousands of childhood cancer patients and their families. Dragon Con is, again, matching every donation that comes in this weekend, dollar for dollar, up to $125,000. So... Uh, in order to entice everyone to maybe step and make a little donation, uh, we have a, a new run of Audible Interlude Force Brigade action figures uh, featuring characters such as Sigmund Royd, the evil bodybuilder who wants to smash freedom. Uh, Pet Peeve, Poison's chief interrogator, will find out what annoys you the most. Uh, let's see, we'll do one more here. Uh, Fubar, he will ruin the bad guy's day. So we've, we've got a, a bin full of figures here. Any donation you make, I mean, make it like a buck. We don't want to hear coins rattling around in there. But any donation you make, you can come up and select uh, a Force Brigade figure. Uh, and also grab a sticker and a button. We've got a few buttons left here. Uh, so anybody that wants to make a donation, just you know, quietly step right up during the panel anytime you want. Drop some money in that bucket and you can come pick out a figure. Uh, and these are, this is the second run of Force Brigade. I believe the design is going to be changing a little bit in the next run. So this is the last time we'll have this version available. Uh, also, please silence your cell phones. Uh, feel free to text your mom and tell her you won't believe how good this G.I. Joe panel I'm watching is, uh, but do, do keep it quiet. Uh, and then with the rest of that is for at the end, so I will, I will obey the rules and uh, do that at the end. Thank you. Excellent. No, that's great. Uh, okay, so uh, one more piece of business to get out of the way. Now, we, we have, we're on a very important mission this weekend, Christian, Noel, and I, uh, to deliver the harmonic framulator to the mayor of Dragon Con. Uh, we take this mission very seriously, but we take entertaining you, the people, even more seriously. So we took a pause in our mission uh, for uh, delivery of the harmonic framulator here. And we're going to do this panel, and then we're going to continue on. So I'm going to set this uh, over here. And what I need from all of you is keep an eye out, because if any Cobra agents get their filthy, grubby hands on this thing, it could mean not just the end of the world, but the end of Dragon Snake Eyes, Scarlet, this is an important mission for you guys. So Everybody just keep an eye on that. We want to make sure no Cobra agents you know, sneak in here. Uh, all right. And now... Oh, now i got to tell you where you can find us. So you can follow us on Audible uh, at Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. That's a great place to interact with us, give us ideas for the show, uh, follow along with everything that we're doing. Uh, Twitter, excuse me, on X at G.I. Joe Audible. 
Uh, and I do believe the finest have a little something going on this weekend as well. Well, so we have, there's, there's a lot of presence of finest members here. The finest doesn't actually do anything officially at Dragon Con, but we do have members. There's, there's one over there. Hey, Randy. Um, and then my wife, Rebecca, over here as well. Uh, the finest is International G.I. Joe Costuming Club. Um, and of course, we raise money for a great organization called Canines for Warriors. We don't do anything here at Dragon Con for that, but um, you know, sometimes uh, if you go to a convention somewhere around the country, you may see us um, and you know, donate some money. If you've ever thought about dressing like your favorite G.I. Joe character too, we also have a Facebook page, uh, the Finest Recruitment Center. You can get tips from some of our members and uh, they can help you get your costume along. Um, and, and, and help us raise money for this great organization. But we will have some people in the parade tomorrow. There's also going to be, if you have a G.I. Joe costume, uh, on Sunday at 11 o'clock on the Hilton Back Steps, there's going to be a G.I. Joe costume shoot. So uh, feel free to suit up and, and come get some pictures with us. Where was that at? It's in the app as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. You forget the info. Oh, and uh, I just stopped by. Who, who here knows Cybertronic Spree? Okay. So, yes, round of applause. Uh, they're going to be rocking out Saturday night, I, I believe. Uh, I just stopped by their table, and they have new stickers for this year that are awesome. So if you want to check out some real Canadian heroes, uh, stop by their table and get yourself a sticker. Where's their table? Uh, their table is actually right out here. Yeah, this floor near the escalators. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Near Voltaire. And they, they've also got uh, some trade. I already have these because I backed their last album, but I thought, you know, it'd be nice to have a pack to keep mint sealed. Keep it minty. Uh, okay. Who, who follows uh, G.I. Joe News? Kind of keeps an eye on what's happening. So, you know, there's not a lot of G.I. Joe News lately, but fortunately we've had a couple of things pop up. Uh, first of all, believe it or not, there are Joes shipping from Walmart. Uh, not G.I. Joes, it's Joe Fix-It, the Marvel Legends figure. <laughs> that was offered at the same time as the last batch of Joes that went up, which we haven't seen any uh, sight of yet. But that's okay, that's fine. We're going we're gonna to hang in there, and we know Walmart is really, really good about fulfilling pre-orders, right? Yeah. Well, we all love Walmart. They're the best. Shipping them in soft bags. Um, so... Did you guys get your shipping or your, hey, your trouble bubble's getting ready to ship yes. email this morning? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got, uh, actually, the Valkyries arrived at the house today, um, and then trouble bubbles and snow job are, I think, right around the corner, like September 5th, maybe, from Pulse. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of new reviews going up on the Needless Things YouTube channel that everybody should check out. Uh, that's where uh, tons of toy reviews, and we also do live streams there every other Monday. Uh, so not this coming Monday. Obviously, we're all going to be recovering from this crazy weekend. But next Monday, uh, the 11th, we will be doing our next live stream. So check that out as well. Uh, Christian, hmm. something popped up last night right before we went to bed. Yes. So there is. We a, went to bed. But all three of us just share a bed. We're like the three <laughs> students. Yeah. We, yeah, we just. We, Wait, we, wasn't there a lot more than just three? Uh, <laughs> no. There were more than three, yes. Um, so there's a new G.I. Joe game coming out called G.I. Joe The Wrath of Cobra. Uh, Cobra returns once again with its most fiendish plot yet stealing all the planet's corn. And it's up to G.I. Joe to defeat them once more. Pick one of the real American heroes, gear up, and get straight into the fight in this retro side-scrolling beat-em-up. And make Cobra retreat yet again. 
I am so excited because they just don't make side-scrolling games anymore. Yeah, this game so. looks incredible. Like, uh, there's a there's a trailer out there, which I was not aware that neither one of them had actually viewed the full trailer. Yeah, I didn't know there was a trailer. The post I saw just had some screenshots yeah. on it. There's, so. a, there's a trailer with some brand new animation, like Sunbow-style animation, uh, and then some actual footage from the game, and the most incredible theme song I have ever heard in my life. So if you haven't got a chance to check that out, don't do it here. Christian, do you have... Uh, Joe movie opening theme? Come on. I, yes, I will. Yeah. After after wow. just a, a, a couple of listens, <laughs> yeah, um, we, we're we're gonna hit this. But this is actually at twelve fifty seven p.m., which by my watch is about like uh, twelve minutes ago. I got a text from one of my I, I host trivia uh, during the week, and one of my regulars <laughs> who lives in Atlanta sent me a message and says, "Noel, we missed you at trivia the other night. Hope you were enjoying Dragon Con so far." Here is the G.I. Joe news I wanted to share with you. Because he told me a couple weeks ago he had some big stuff, but he couldn't tell me what it was yet. Mm-hmm. This is it. It was this game, and he actually just sent me the message about it literally three minutes before this panel started. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> This is what you got to be tough. Yo, Joe wishes it. Could right. Be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which, which that one's grown on me. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. I, well, and and the most important thing about that music to me is I feel like it shows the people who did this game get it. Like, yeah. Because that any any time you're dealing with kind of a beloved property, uh, you want to know the people creating content get it and that song is right knowing that my friend matt is the one that was behind all this uh, yes um if you've ever seen uh too many cooks oh yeah so he was part of the team that put that together um one of my other regulars actually directed it and he directed a movie called uh yule log that came out last christmas so uh yeah um they they know they have a good finger on the pulse of uh, of what works. Uh, so one more piece of news: we'll, we'll obviously be following along uh, with that game as the details are revealed. Uh, there is another game that we haven't talked about on the show yet. It got announced a little while ago because, I, I, to be honest, I don't have a ton to say about it. I don't know if you guys do either. There is a a GI Joe board game, or it's not? Is it a board game? No, or it's a, like a. <coughs> I kind of wish it was a board uh, game instead. Yeah. I mean, Axes and Allies, Axes and Allies is yeah. a board game. Right, but this not, is this is online, right? It's not actually no, it's physical. Actual, oh, it's an actual physical yeah. game. Board game. Okay, so that's good because uh, one of my childhood memories is... Well, many of my childhood memories involve frustrating my dad. But uh, one of the chief ones is he was so excited to play Axis and Allies when that game came out. Uh, he's former military. He retired lieutenant colonel, and like way into history and and military and and whatever else. Please hold all comments until we're done speaking. Uh, so he comes home one day with Axis and Allies, this big massive board game, and opens it up, and there are all these little pieces in there, military equipment and weapons and all kinds of cool stuff. And as a little kid, I don't remember how old I was when that game came out. Does anybody know off the top of your head? 
when Axis and Allies first came out? 70s? Yeah, I, no, say, I, I think, don't think it was I, 70s. I think it was, uh, yeah, a lot of those games that we grew up with were released in previous Oh, really? So maybe there was, was maybe they, like, updated it sometime yeah. in the 80s. Um, but anyway, you know, he's very excited. He wants to play this board game. I love board games. That game is so complicated. If you are 11, 12 years old, somewhere around there, uh, and we, we never had a successful Axis and Allies campaign. So I'm hoping that this <laughs> this will come out. I can bring it up to North Carolina, set it down in front of old Mongoose. Oh, my gosh. I said silence your phones and then didn't do it. I that You know what that means? That means I have to put some money in the didn't silence your phone jar. Got to pay the troll toll. All right. All I've got is a five. Throw that five in there. And I'm not going to take an auto, uh, a Force Brigade figure, uh, but... By the way, it came out in 1981. <laughs> All right. So here's here's what. So so it is entirely possible he brought that home to five year old me and expected something to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, but seriously. Uh, so since I put something in the charity uh, bucket, but I am not going to take a force brigade figure. The next person who donates can have my force brigade figure. So you will get two force brigade figures. Uh, next person that comes up. Okay. Uh, so. Axis and Allies Battle of the Arctic or Battle for the Arctic Circle. Uh, I think that covers most of the oh Super Seven Reaction Series Seven. Uh, also dropped on Super Seven's website. Um, I probably should have written them down, but this this stuff all happened after I finalized our notes for the panel, uh, which is you know that's how things go. I think the highlight of that one for me is the robotic Cobra Commander with the with the metallic, yeah, the metallic gene on him. finish yeah. on it. Well, they've got a, a Crimson Guard, a robotic Cobra Commander. Buzzer. Yes. Was the, the, the tease that was the lead in. Which, could one of these toy companies please just release all the Dreadnoughts at once? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You gotta tease them. Gotta yeah, yeah, I know. And believe me, I, I understand the logic and I honestly agree with it. But oh, my gosh, sure. could I just get, or do it, yeah, do like a three pack Box. for you know, let's, let's give there's, a there's also a pilot troop builder that everyone thought was Ripcord, apparently. <laughs> and um, Hawk was the last one. Okay. Yeah, General Hawk. Yeah, yeah. The best one to try out. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Oh. oh my god, it's a tiny duck. Tiny duck? Oh, wow. <laughs> I like this. You got a blue duck. I got it. That's quite I've never seen a blue duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tiny duck energy. Excellent. Uh, please, uh, take two Force Brigade oh, no, figures. No, I'm not going to monopolize them. No, just no, paying no, it no, forward. No. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, okay, so Super Seven Reaction Series Seven of, uh, available online now. Who who in here has gotten or just enjoys looking at some of the reaction figures that have come out? Well, I, I don't have the reaction, but I have the the full size. The ultimates. The ultimates. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say, if you're a fan of the cartoon, I mean, it, it immaculately reproduces the Sunbow perfection. If you want Sunbow, they're great. Yeah, those those are the the toys I've been waiting for since I was a kid. Uh, please do make a donation before you select your... That's why I'm just going to sit back down. Okay. Uh, all right. Unless you accept... So we have uh, a segment that we're going to do here that's going to require some participation from our audience because we are going to determine the greatest Cobra vehicle of all time. So the first thing we have to decide, are we pulling from every possible source of Joe, or are we just sticking with toys? What do you guys think? It'll all. I think, you think everything? All right. What do you guys think? Noel, Christian, is that manageable? I say we leave it up to the audience. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Okay. 
So what we need are, gosh, are we doing 16? Is that a good idea? That's, that's, that's a lot of that's vehicles. That's a lot. That is a lot of vehicles. Maybe we should go with eight. We'll do eight. Yeah, okay. We're lucky if we can remember five. <laughs> well, I mean, I we am, need, no, no. We need your I help am, I am going to write them down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. His one, his two, his three. Yeah. <laughs> Septic tank. Okay, so... This let's uh, let's hear them. What should we put on there? Fang, Fang, Rattler, Shadow Fang. Yeah. So variants will will keep us just the main one, right? Trouble Bubble. Yeah, we'll we'll stick to one version. Oh right. Trouble Bubble. Well, but wait. What about the Python Patrol Conquest? Oh, let's. Somebody wanted Conquest, so do we put in the Python Patrol Conquest? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. What was that last one? Double bubble. Hogo. I like how you all think. Hover base. Hover base. Is it a vehicle? It wasn't a toy, but it was. Are we talking? Are we talking the big, uh, the one that they they had the Super Seven had at their display um, at San Diego? Oh no, that's the mothership. The hover is the actual like. Like you can see the props on the wings. Okay. Okay. Hover base. Okay, I heard Buzzbore and I heard Pogo. Yep, yep. All right. We've got Blue Duck. There should be. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like, I like, we're staying economical with a lot of these choices. I like this. These are these are all like two ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We are a podcast. Wait, a from over here? Night Raven? Okay, I heard Night Raven. Did you say Thunder Machine? Technically, that's a Dreadnought vehicle, so we're... Yeah, yeah. Did somebody uh, yeah, say flag? Yeah. Somebody had to say nope. flag. Uh, Cobra only. Oh, Cobra only. Oh. Okay, so we've got... We have got eight Cobra vehicles on the board. Uh, are we ready to determine the greatest Cobra vehicle of all time? <laughs> yeah. Are we, are we seeing okay, these, gonna, or are we just going to... I don't... Yeah, go for it. Well, right. I mean... What order... I, I kind of did, but I, we, you want to rearrange them. I think that works. So well. <laughs> <laughs> we make this look like improv, but it's not. No, this is all, every, this everything is. we do is a, is a specifically planned execution. Uh, it's, it's all meant to look this yes, way. Yes, yes. Uh, so, yeah, Noel, you, you do a lot of tournaments in your life. All the time, right? Well, yeah, all the time. That's why we call him Tournament Noel. <laughs> that's his, that's his L- nickname. Literally every day somebody calls me Tournament Noel. Yeah. Um, so I, I will do it in this, uh, in this right here. So we'll, we'll do this as brackets. So we're going to start off, and we're going to do audience uh, reaction on these. So it's a Super 7 reaction. Yes. Yes. Our, yes. Our, Everybody who brought one just hold it up in order to vote. Our first matchup here is going to be the Fang versus the Python Patrol Conquest. So Okay, uh, well, wait. Let's start with us just to get our... Uh, Christian, with those two, what is your preference? Fang. Yeah. yeah. Going Fang. Yeah, I got to go Fang as well. And this I love that Python iconic. Patrol Conquest. And anything with that... When I was a kid, I didn't... Like that stuff didn't appeal to me, but now as an adult, like that toyetic design, the the colors, like that stuff's more fun to look at. But the Fang is like one of Cobra's top vehicles. I'd say I mean, that it really, as, as ludicrous as it is, that's, we love it. 
And I think the Conquest works better as a Cobra Python Patrol vehicle than it does as a Joe vehicle. I agree. They because should. it's more sci-fi looking than um, than most of the Joe vehicles at the time. They should yeah. swap uh, the Conquest with that one Cobra vehicle that looks like a Joe plane. Uh, the the, the, the Condor? Condor. Yes. Yeah. They should just swap those two. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, oh, so audience. Who says Fang? All right. It has a pivot gun. It does. <laughs> yeah, that ball jointed gun on the front, like when you're a kid, that's the coolest little piece of articulation you've ever seen. All right, let's see hands for the Conquest, the Python Conquest. I think that's pretty Aww. definitive. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Fang advances. All right, so for round two, we're going to have the Pogo versus the Air Chariot. We had a lot of air vehicles. <laughs> This Pogo. is don't wear cake. This is my Sophie's choice air. here. <laughs> yeah, but I gotta go Pogo. I I gotta go with the Air Chariot, especially with the classified release of Serpentor. Mm. But imagine what the classified Pogo is gonna look like: articulated legs with actual little pistons that function. And, oh. I gotta go Pogo. I, I love that thing. I love the one one of one of the. You know how? Uh, who here read the old? I, I can't assume everybody read the old Marvel comics because not everybody has. But who here read the old Marvel comics? Okay, you know how there's certain panels that are just when you think of GI Joe Marvel comics, there's certain panels that are just burned into your brain, and the Pogo bouncing off the back of that flatbed. With Cobra Commander, Cobra Commander. It, 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 that that yeah that that whole sequence, I, I love it. It's and again, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but. it's so ludicrous. It's awesome. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. I'm going Pogo on that one as well. All right. Does it come with Dramamine? All right, but what? <laughs> it comes with a little thing of Dramamine to go with the little tiny slaughter figure. That yeah, they're, they're just going to start releasing tiny little oh props God. to go with all the figures. But our opinion doesn't mean anything for this. That's right. It's all you. So who says Pogo? Uh-oh. <laughs> Christ, all right. Christian, I think we're in trouble. Oh, wait. You all should be shocked that I pick the weirdest, obscure, losing thing. Never happened before. All right, let's 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 see hands for Serpentor's air chariot. Yeah, I think we're we're Sorry. we're pretty Fair good enough. there. I love that thing. It was defeated by a cape, by the way. And a grenade. All right. No capes. This this one's going to be tough because I think some of us may not know exactly what we're we're dealing with here. So we got the Rattler. Classic mm. Cobra vehicle, and then the hover base. So, get your idea of what the hover base is. Well, the hover base is from the Sunbow cartoon, mm. and it's it's not the giant Cobra-shaped airship. Oh, that's awesome. It's is it the one with the snake head that releases all the like the it carrier? Looks like the helicarrier. Oh, the helicarrier. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Season two. Like yes. Shield, like well. Yeah, very similar. All right. All right, I'm still trying to get my eyes on what this is exactly so I can make my own judgment. All right, okay. Is that what we're talking about? It's more like the cargo ship. Oh, yeah, 100% looks like Trawler a helicarrier. helicarrier. Okay. So basically the Cobra helicarrier. Oh, that had... So uh, this is... To, one, today I learned an angry chef. that this thing has a name and it's called the Vulture. Did you know that? Whoa, no, I didn't know that. All right. Well, at least according to... A different uh, Jopedia. Jopedia. The Vulture. All right, so, so, okay. Um, Christian. 
I'm going with the Rattler. Yeah, I'm going with the Rattler. It's my, one of my favorite vehicles mm-hmm. altogether. Oh, that's a tough call because I really like that thing. Although, considering I didn't even know what it was called, I guess I have to go with the Rattler for familiarity's All right. sake. All right. So, audience, who wants the Rattler to advance? Rick. That don't. Do we even need to? Uh, wow. To second round. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's that's, already it's dead. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Rattler advances. All right. You guys recently talked about the Rattler. Uh, <laughs> showed it. Yes. Well, we have a lot. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, the Montana once again. <laughs> <laughs> so for round four, we have uh, we have our first uh, ground vehicle here. As we are going to pit the Buzzbore, where uh, Word Burglar once got busy in the back of one, <laughs> and the Night Raven. So these are very dynamically different vehicles once again. But one, I mean, look, clearly we have a superior entrant here. Like uh, this, honestly, I don't even think this is a fair matchup because, you know, the Night Raven is this big stealth jet you know, symbolic of, of kind of like Cobra's technology, but the Buzzbore is one of the greatest vehicles from anything of all time. So, like, Buzzbore is the obvious winner. I think we're going to have another Rattler shutout on this one. <laughs> Christian? Yeah, no, I'm totally Buzzbore, because can the Night Raven chew up a G.I. Joe no. on the battlefield? No. No! Absolutely not, no. And, I, and I'm still convinced that uh, they ripped off the Buzzbore for General Grievous's vehicle in the Star Wars prequels. So, yeah. you know... Yeah, Buzzbore, I mean, obviously the most inspires. iconic vehicle of all time. Yeah, greatness inspires imitation. Yes. So, uh, again, our opinions don't mean anything that's on right. the subject. So, Buzzbore. So we'll just, we'll just advance Buzzbore, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I think that was pretty Every clear. Every single yeah, yeah, one yeah. of them. Pretty clear. All right, we'll, we'll let the, the Night Raven people speak up. One or, one or, two, one or two people. Night Raven. take long. Ooh, oh, Looks what? like we were wrong again. What happened? <laughs> so confused. All right, so we are going to have the Raven. This is so. This is going to make an interesting uh, final four here. Ah, so now we're getting into the semi or the yeah, the semifinals here. So for round two, the Fang and Serpentor's Air Chariot. So Christian, what do you think? I, I feel Christian's internal struggle. It is. I'm with, I'm, with logic against weirdness. I'm Natalie and Brugliang. <laughs> um, but I gotta go with the Fang. It's uh, the Air Chariot looks cool, but there's just something about that classic unbelievableness of the Fang, and yeah. I you know what? I'm gonna disagree on this one. I, I'm sticking with my Air Chariot. Wow! If they if they do Fang and Classified, and I see what those two look like side by side, maybe I'll change my mind at that point. But for now, it's it's Air Chariot. Uh, I'm going with the Fang because it's an iconic Cobra vehicle, uh, and I love the idea. You know, anytime we see Cobra Commander's complete disregard for his troops, I think that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and the Fang is essentially okay. You're gonna fly this little tiny thing up into aerial combat. Uh, and there's no escape for you. If there's trouble, you're going to die. Right. Because you can't jump out. You'll be chopped to pieces. It's, it's, it's like, 
There's no windshield. Like no, there, no, there's nothing. It's gonna be a. And, and if your leg itches and you have to reach up to scratch it, your your head's going. The experience of flying this is going to be so miserable that you'll hope you get shot out of the sky. Uh, and that, to me, is everything that's good about Cobra. The pilots of it, they should be called cannon fodder. Yes. Yeah. So, the audience. Who's, uh, who's going for the fang? That's pretty good numbers. All right. Air Chariot? All right, okay. I think we I think we got a, a clear winner there with the Fang. Fang moves Fang on. Advances to the finals. It always has a parachute. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have another big air battle. This one's gonna, this one's going to be a tough one. The Rattler versus the Night Raven. Oh. So, Christian. Rattler. This is this is a tough one for me. I had both as a kid. I love them both about equally, but I think I gotta go with Rattler. Uh, I did not have a Night Raven when I was a kid, and it's I don't know. Do I want to? I don't want to cause anybody to be upset. I just don't think very much of the Night Raven. Sorry, everybody. Uh, there's not even a comparison here. The Rattler <laughs> is a, an incredible toy, a, a, a singular Cobra vehicle. Exactly. Um, yeah, it, it's just, it's awesome. So I, I'm going Rattler. All right. Well, once again, going to the audience. Rattler. It's classic. Ooh, this might be a, all right. Night Raven. Rattler it is. Rattler moves on. All right. So we do the finals now? Or we want to hold it off? <laughs> um, no, I think we got to move ahead to the finals. All right, we're going to move ahead to the finals here. Co-commander has a, has has. Oh, hey, no, we're, we're not tackles, but no. no. what? What's what's happening? Somebody stole that. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The <laughs> <laughs> fools! Be careful! <laughs> He's getting away with the harmonic framulator. Oh no! You guys, it's okay. <laughs> I'll be back to work after the panel, boss. This is this is the real harmonic framulator. Uh, <laughs> that buffoon doesn't even know what a harmonic framulator looks like. <laughs> you need a desk Get out of here! <laughs> Oh, we like to have fun, don't we? Uh, okay, did we did we even finish the? We, we have we have one more battle. We, one we got battle. one more one more battle. One more uh, fight to be Again, had. A battle in the air: the Fang and the Rattler. Fang. I gotta go, I gotta go Rattler for this one. Yeah, I gotta go with Rattler for this one too. It, it was involved in in so many sort of key moments. Um, and, and just, again, as a toy, the Rattler is phenomenal. There's so much to do with it. It holds two figures, lots of stuff to lose, which is not great, but is also awesome. Battle damage. Battle All, damage. Alternate battle damage. Uh, well, so it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be on the vehicle. That's right, because that's what's key to me. I hate... Well, okay, let's, let's do a quick little vote here real quick. Who likes built-in weathering on a vehicle? That you, it's not optional. It depends on the vehicle. If it's some kind of junky thing from Star Wars, that well, right. I'm talking about within G- in GI Joe because Star Wars like, is supposed to look dirty and lived in. Sometimes, but, but yes, 
you know, generally, I, no. So, their, you know, you want, you want it to look functional. That right, and I'm I'm not a huge fan of like dirt on the treads and 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 uh, weathered looking cannons or whatever the case is. But Noel has a completely different take on that. Uh, I mean, I I do like it in some instances. Um, I know, but I also like having options. So, for instance, the Hiss Three that was released as a Walmart exclusive um, was done in blue, and it actually had the weathering on the treads. And I have a regular Hiss and a blue. Hiss, and I swapped out the tread. So now I have a hiss with weathering, and I have hisses without weathering. So, you know. Well, we swapped our. Yeah, we swapped ours out. I didn't want those nasty weathered treads. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I like having a variety on my shelf, but yeah, if if all of your vehicles, especially if you're fleet building, if they all have the same weathering, it looks a little silly. So you want to have some, like, variance in your weathering. But the Rattler did it best with those interchangeable plates. Uh, That's the way to go. And I love that kind of stuff. All right. All right, so we're we're Team Rattler up here, but you guys. All right, so we got uh, Fang. Ooh. Gary sticking to his guns, his his My his ball gun. jointed gun. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, Walmart, the the one they did at Walmart a couple years ago does I, not that, have a pivot. That's why gun. I didn't buy it. Doesn't have a ball go, joint gun. All right, so Rattler. I think I, I think went we down got that it. Plan. Yeah, it's still a very good pick. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so, and we didn't even have the Hiss or the Stinger or like some of the other yeah. iconic ones on this. A hydrofoil. Uh, yeah, the Moray. That's, the that's water okay. us again. That's just content for the future. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, so the greatest Cobra vehicle of all time, the Cobra Rattler. It has been officially decided. Uh, all right, let's see here. What else have we got? All right, you guys you guys were fun. Uh, I get the sense that you like helping us out up here. Uh, we like to keep everything sort of interactive, and I think we've got another, if, if you're up for it, we've got another segment where we could use your help. Are you guys ready for that? Yeah. Yo, Joe. All right. <laughs> let's make a HasLab. Right, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> this should be easy with a room full of people. Uh, so, who, who here has backed one of the HasLab offerings from Hasbro? Anything, doesn't have to be G.I. Joe, just any HasLab at all. So, Does it have to be successful? No. <laughs> because you still know the mechanics of it, and I'm sorry you didn't get your Rancor. We, <laughs> we did see the, the costume Rancor guy is here, so you guys can put your Star Wars black figures in front of him. <laughs> uh, so, the, what the HasLab is, for anybody that doesn't know, Hasbro will offer up a concept that requires crowdfunding to be made. Uh, and it's a larger item that will not make it to retail shelves, uh, and they have to hit a certain goal to get it backed. We're, we're all familiar with crowdfunding, I think, at this point. So what we want to do is take a look at what the next G.I. Joe HasLab might be and just kind of throw some ideas out there from you guys, and, and then we'll, you know, uh, Noel call up his pal Lenny, and we'll make it happen. <laughs> right? Yeah, he's speed dial right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He often calls Noel to say, man, the line's dying. What should the last figure we make be? And Noel's like, well, obviously... Uh, the fridge was my answer to that question. It was, <laughs> actually. We, we uh, proposed that. Yeah. Came up with some good stuff. Although I still like listening to Fun Tripwire as an I alternative. Did. It's a good one. Uh, so... 
First thing we got to decide is what is this HasLab going to be? Now, they have done O-ring uh, style 118th scale HasLabs, and they have done classified series HasLabs. Uh, so who here would like to see another three and three quarter inch O-ring based HasLab offering? Wow. So who here would prefer a classified series offering? Very interesting. So we are figuring out a classified series HasLab. I saw some hands that didn't go up. Does anybody else have like another era of Joe they want to do? Yeah, do you want some, some 12 inch Joes? Right? Oh my gosh, we need our HasLab Sigma 6. <laughs> <laughs> Action team. Yeah. Come on. Um, Be still my heart. <laughs> what about the flag? So, Super yeah, Joe Extreme. Uh, right. Classified flag is the size of this table. Wow. <laughs> that's 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 a little, that's underselling probably, it probably. Yeah, that might be a little small. But anyway, okay. So uh, let's hear some ideas. What would be? It doesn't have to be a vehicle. It could be a playset. It could be you know a set of figures, which I don't think Hasbro is necessarily likely to do because there are probably terror ways drone. to figure that yeah, I in. Was about to say terror drone. So Terradrome, Terradrome like was yours too. Terradrome that opens up. That has you know different sections. Like swings open, like swings the gray skull set. Workshop and all these different things, and like you know. Function weapons. The Rattler. Definitely a possibility. Rattlers. Cobra robots. Battlebots. No, not the No, the big, like, Cobra Kaiju robot. Yes. Who is in, by the way, the trailer for the Wrath of Cobra video game? Somebody. So, yeah, they definitely have their finger on the pulse there. Okay, so right now we've got Terradrome, Rattler, Cobra Kaiju. What about the Mobile Command Center? Mobile commands. <laughs> and water robots. Why not? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe a pair. Since they're kind of not big enough to be a whole has up on their own. The mutual enemy of Cobra and G.H.O., the giant tube worm. Oh, oh my gosh. Tube worms. I don't know. Mass device playset. I don't know what the context of the tube worms would be as a HasLab, but well, I maybe, absolutely Maybe that's that. a tier for one of the HasLabs. Well, they do Baroness's little uh, submarine, no, the, little this, circular that's submarine, that's and the two worms are an add-on. Yeah, I, I think that, that Hasbro should just throw some shockers out there, and let's say it's a HasLab Rattler, and we wait, and we wait, and wait, and then tier four... The tuber. <laughs> well, you know what? That's not crazy because they've already been portrayed. Because in the in the cartoon, they're only under the surface of the ocean. But now we've got box art that shows them above the surface of the ocean. So they could be mm -hmm. popping out of the ocean, attacking the rattler. All right. Well, first of all, let's decide. Uh, we've got Terradrome, Rattler, Cobra Kaiju, Mobile Command Center, Water Robots, Tube Worms, which I think we've determined Tube Worms are going to be a tier. Um, <laughs> Who would love to see a classified scale terror drone? Uh, let, let's make some noise so it'll be easier. Okay. Um, I think that's retail possible. I don't think that's that's a HasLab scale. Well, I, got, I got a tier for the terror drone. What if they added a weather dominator as a tier because it's so small, like the little gun? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's. <coughs> Excuse me. Woo. I think this wig is giving me problems. <laughs> Chocolate okay. Phantom. 
You thought it was the real Chuckles all along. <laughs> um, you would have gotten away with it, too, so, uh, if it wasn't for those pesky G.I. Joe kids. <laughs> uh, okay, so one more time, uh, and make make noise on this one. Terradrome. Terradrome. Yeah. Rattler. Yeah. Cobra Kaiju. Yes. Oh. Mobile Command Center. Yeah! That was very, very loud, but only Gary. <laughs> uh, water robots. Water robots. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going with the Rattler. Rat- this Today is a big day for the Rattler, huh? It's almost like we planned it. Uh, Okay, so our base offering is a classified scale Rattler. Obviously, that's going to include Wild Weasel, and yeah. there's no way to, to not do that. Um, for all we know, there's a reason why Wild Weasel has not been produced like Copperhead was. Spoilers! No, he needs to come with an alternate hand us the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good to me. Uh, okay. So Rattler with Wild Weasel is our base offering. Um, classified scale. I mean, this this is going to be large. In the back over here, what you got? I was just one minute late. Has somebody already said Cobra Law? We no, did we get a did. Cobra Law, but we don't feel like it's a HasLab necessary thing. Yeah, that's. I think that's a retail, retail. either a three-pack or on their own. And and honestly, if they're going to do it, do, do it as a fan channel exclusive three-pack. I'm fine with that. But make the guards available individually. Well, you do the three pack with Pythona. Ah, yes. The third one. And then yes. you do. Uh, so we have the giant clam thing. Well, yeah. yeah I, look, that I, I, I please, will buy they, every Cobra La thing they make. Can I mean, they please fix his wings? <laughs> oh, actually, that's, that's right. True. Yeah, so uh, come on up here and pick yourself out a Force Brigade figure, sir. You were the first one to say Cobra Law. Yeah. Oh, oh, he said it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, if, if you would like to make a donation to cure childhood cancer... Uh, you can also pick out a Force Brigade figure over here. Uh, and we've also got, you can grab, a, you grab a sticker and a button, too. Based on my donation. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, don't judge here at Audible Interlude. But as Americans, we do. Real Americans. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And, and thank you for bringing up Cobra Law. We always appreciate Cobra Law being in the picture. I love Cobra Law. That's a lot of awesome. people have a problem with it, but Nemesis Enforcer. They didn't have the development behind it they had on the other characters. If they had more development, it would have been so cool. Yeah. It's, well, and it's just fun. If we're talking just toys, they're just fun toys. I mean, all right. So Rattler base offering. Here's the thing we got to figure out, you guys. Based on the pricing we've seen in other Haslabs, what is the pricing going to be on this thing? What what is your what what is your lowest expectation and what is your high ceiling? Oh, I thought somebody in the back had well, a. Based on the cat slayer, I would say it's going to have to be in the five to seven hundred dollar range. I don't think so. Because so. it's not that much larger than the dragonfly. Right. Think dragonfly about it. was what? It's got the wings. Dragonfly was two seventy-nine, two seventy-nine, which was less than the hiss, which yeah. was two ninety-nine. Yeah, I would say three to five. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say three is probably a good low mark. I say three. I'm going to say three fifty. Three fifty probably, probably sounds a, pretty reasonable compared to the hiss and the dragonfly. Does that? Well, yeah, and the ghost because the ghost is is. Uh, 
really comparable, the Ghost has a lot more going on than the Rattler does, yeah. I, I think. Um, yeah, Ghost is larger than the Legacy Falcon. So yeah. Is there. the is the alternate battle damage included, or is that a tier? Oh, that's a good. Okay, so we well, wait. Out. Let's. Are, we're gonna go. Everybody comfortable with three fifty as the price point? Kind of just speculatively. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Is there really a standard number of tiers? I feel like some four. items have had four, some haven't. It's, so we'll, we'll go with four. Four is a good number. Four yeah. tiers. Work with, yeah. Okay. I've never, there's, been, there's been ones with four tiers. The, 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 the Sky Striker so got four. Yeah. It's usually not a figure. It's small. It's not like giant stuff. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna do well, it's been a consistent four tiers. No. The the just personal. Yeah, that that can completely like undermine a, a crowd. He, he had asked if we're going to do an early bird bonus, and I think that has too much. <laughs> I think that has too much potential to to really undermine the entire project. Uh, so we'll go with four tiers. Um, one of the tiers. I mean, absolutely. I think. Well, what do you guys think? The battle damage. Since that was included with the base original offering. vehicle, I think that's going to be base offering, right? Yeah. yeah. It should. Especially when we're landing more about and teams approaching things. And that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so Rattler, Wild Weasel, Battle Damage. Was it just stickers? Is that what the battle No, it was actually two panels, plastic panels that could be swapped yeah, out. Two actual plates that swapped out. Um, really, really, you know, for the time, innovative. Yeah. Um, now they'd be magnet. <laughs> Potentially, uh, actually, you know what? That's a really good point because if you remember, the original battle damage panels on the Rattler had the little tab at the top that did kind of break up the profile of the vehicle a little bit. Nowadays, you're right; it could just be magnetic, so it's a seamless. Uh, although now that I'm thinking about it, the Razor Crest has panels like that, and you you can. It's actually kind of difficult to tell which ones were removable. So I, I think. Magnets would be cool, because magnets are always cool, even if we don't understand how they work. <laughs> but uh, they, they can design these things now to have those seamless uh, lines, so I, I, I think that's fine. Uh, so we everybody agrees battle damage included yep. at the yeah. start, included. but what if one of the tiers is extensive battle damage. Mm. Think about like a shot up canopy. That's what I was going to say. Interchangeable canopies. Yeah. Both of the, the things and you got to have um, the special effect things for all the muzzles, muzzle devices. Oh yeah, gun yeah. flares. Yeah. You're, you're definitely getting some muzzle flash. Yeah. And you know what though? The way that they've done these, I think those are going to be included in the base offering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they typically are. So we've got yeah. blast effects included. Um, Could you have like replace? Alternate wings, so you have like holes through one wing or something, you can snap on. I'm definitely possible. I mean, if we're doing if we're doing extensive battle damage as a tier, yeah, you want it to be extensive. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, um, now is that? I think this is probably a late tier. That's because it's yeah. tier three. It's, it, well, yeah. maybe even the last one because it's no, because with the hiss, the extra panels and all of that, those were like the. The mid tier. So I, I think around three. You've excited yeah. people first with something impressive for one. Yeah, first then... tier's got to be a figure to go in that cockpit. Mm-hmm. I think I, my personal thing is a pilot baroness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. I was, I was thinking like an air viper. Um, 
like a, 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 a trooper with maybe the the gas mask on, and you know, so something like that. So Both. Difference. Well, and that's could be a separate tier, but okay. I think that the first tier, I think Baroness is great. I think something like an Air Viper would be a good first tier. Or with the Hiss, were each of the variants a separate tier, or didn't yes. they do a tier where with multiple tiers? Separate tiers. Yeah, yeah they were all separate. separate. Um, like a, yeah. a night vulture. You know, yeah. other, we got the early bird tier first. pilots that you know aren't going to get a single release. Yeah, them. that's a good call. And, and also that could sort of almost double as like ground support, mm -hmm. like the... Um, uh, the Cobra ground crew, like mm -hmm. uh, a cool yet somewhat generic design that's just, you know, when you're setting this up, they can just be standing outside because they don't get invited in to pilot when Wild Weasel and Baroness are around. I go way off the rails, and what if they took the Baroness, and they've never done this, it's never probably happened, but put a voice chip in her with quotes from the cartoon. Would be really good. That would be almost, that would be like a deluxe. Yeah. Because you, with tears. Ooh, wait. No, I love this because what you do, you make her a Sonic Fighter's Baron. Or no, um, Talking Battle. No, Sonic Fighter. Talk, it's Sonic or, Fighter Baroness. And it's not actually in the figure. So you're not. Because the, the me personally, I'm so nitpicky about the way things go together. So if you've got a Baroness with a voice chip. That's different from all your other classified figures in a weird way mm. that most people probably don't care about, but I do. Yeah. But if you give her a Sonic Fighters accessory that has right. the voice chip, but knowing but knowing Hasbro, they would build that into the electronics inside <laughs> the Rattler mm. as well. Well, that, and that's been done before. Like mm -hmm. the um, Diamond Select did all those Star Trek chips that had just the, the voice samples from the movies and stuff. Blast this weather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Pilot Baroness is tier one. Son Sonic Fighter Pilot Baroness is tier one. Um, that second tier. Any specific suggestions for five? Ground crew. What if they did missiles with like the smoke coming off but with like light up LEDs in the, the ends of the missile so the smoke lights up and you can click them on. To... That would be the base offering. Oh, yeah, I think so. Any Why kind of blast it? effect, smoke effect, that's all base offering. Yeah, and, and they won't, I don't think they would do something where they alter a base offering depending on how the backing goes. Like, hey, if you get this far, these will light up, but if you don't, they don't. Right. And, and also, it would kind of go against what they've already established with the Hiss and the Dragonfly where those blast effects don't light up. So I love the idea, and uh, anybody out there who's a maker, <laughs> you go right ahead and start making some light-up blast effects, and people will buy them. Yes? Automate the gun. Have it rotate. Who likes that? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, okay. But, again, that would be base would offering. Be, yeah, but I think, I, I don't know how well mechanics... Could be integrated, but I do like the idea. Let's just call that part of the base offering. We, we know we, we're probably going to get lights based on the other For two. Sure. So yeah, I, I think we're going to have some electronics, but mechanics might be a little bit more than. I like that, but at the price point we picked, I think that would be hard. Mm. Diecast. Mm. Yeah, I don't think we need any diecast. Uh, okay, so two, we're we're going to have ground crew slash third pilot. And uh, then the final tier, because the third tier we determine is going to be the battle damage. Uh, final tier. What if it would be some kind of apparatus that they could include to help you mount it from the ceiling so you don't have to come up with some sort of elaborate thing yourself? 
I think that would be base offering also. Yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like the, the skyscraper. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. skyscraper, yeah. same thing, had the stand. Be it, not necessarily mounted on like, a table. Because like, there's a lot of people that want to see it flying. Right, so right. With like strings. And... Yeah, but fourth tier is usually the showstopper. That it's the one that if you were on the fence, what's going to get you to finally pull that trigger? So G1, well, Mickey Mouse, Cobra Commander. Offering the well, both not, the hiss and the sky striker. Yeah, um, not necessarily the dragonfly. We got crazy legs for <laughs> the dragonfly. So, um, is it? Are we, are we doing another figure? Do you think, or do we do some sort of parachutes? Red laser. <laughs> ooh, ooh. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting. And you've got the mold already. Oh no, you guys know what I want. Uh, the I can't even remember the name of it. The silver-headed Baron. No, no, no. Um, uh, the... Del Accio. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Co- Cobra de Lasso. Uh, yeah, from, uh, yeah, from Brazil. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, some weird. What, what do you? What would you guys think of a classified version of one of the like Brazilian Cobra figures? Like some. Kind of weird out there character that if we don't get to the tier, it's not heartbreaking, but it's really cool if we do get to it. Because that'd be kind of similar what, to what they did with Glenda. Dragonfly yeah. with Glenda. How did everybody feel about Glenda? <laughs> I love, no, I love Glenda. I love yeah, it. I love it too. I think it's a great call. It's a, gr- it's a great way to get that figure that's not going to probably make a regular retail release. Tier, so. tier should be foreign exclusives, old mail-aways, things that everyone didn't have that wasn't a core part of the old toy line. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, was yeah, yeah, was absolutely the regular agree. pilot like specific to the Oh, yeah, the Wild Weasel. Yeah, Wild, Wild Weasel. Weasel was, was, what, yeah. I mean, it might be the same as what if they did a female one. Although, like, yeah, that, yeah, that would absolutely be... done that. Yeah. That, matter of fact, that might even be a good tier two, as opposed to okay. anything else. You know, there could be like a, a new like Rattler Gunner character that they come up with, and it could be a female figure. In this case, it's you know got a yeah, that's not a bad idea at all. Like you, yeah, part, I mean, you, and you could piece together that figure four. from existing yeah. parts. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, so now we've got to figure out. What, what, there's been a lot of debate about when does Hasbro offer these things. Do we offer them at San Diego Comic-Con? Do we do it at Toy Fair? Do we do it specifically during Yojo June or something like that? Uh, and they have to be obviously conscious of what other Haslabs are going on and what's happening. For, for you guys, just off the top of your head, what do you think is the best time to start one of these things, and how long should they run? Sounds like June. I would do it off uh, opposite of Christmas. Yeah, I agree. I, I think offering them at the end of the year is a, it's a terrible move. Um, and, and again, that, that's just something Hasbro has to deal with. But I think Yojo June, they've managed to turn something that was never a thing. Like previous to a few years ago, nobody ever said Yojo June, but now we all know June is a big month for G.I. Joe. Uh, you know, so the Hiss and the Dragonfly both launched in the late spring, and they mm-hmm. both funded pretty easily, whereas the Sky Striker was in November, I think it dropped. Yeah, at the and same time as, what, the Proton Pack? And yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would, that would have a little trouble crossing the finish line. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, June, good launch time. How do you guys feel about how long these things run? I think the Ghost has a kind of a extended period right now. Uh, how long is the Ghost going? I don't know. I'm trying to get my money. 
I feel, but I feel like the ghost is one of the longer ones. I, I think, I don't know. What do you guys think? How long should these be available? I mean, I think six weeks is plenty of time. Yeah. Um, if you draw it out too you, long, your interest kind of wanes. You're gonna, you're gonna have a little period. You're gonna have a week at the, at the beginning and a few days at the end, and those are gonna be where ninety percent of your sales come in. And then there's that little period in the middle. There's no reason to stretch that out any longer than it goes. Do you even need six weeks? No, I don't think you need six weeks. I think no, you can do it in four weeks. I, 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 I wallet, yeah. yeah. I think you do. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. As long as there's plenty of preamble so that you know it's coming. Yeah. You yeah. an idea of how much it's going to cost. That you know what? That's a really good point is give us – you know, you don't, even, you don't even have to tell what it is, well, but sometime in May, say Joe has lab coming. We're launching it on this date. Mm-hmm. So everybody can kind of start getting ready to put that money aside or to, to stop collecting whatever toy line you decide you're going to have to give up on or, you know, whatever the case may be. What was the lead time on Dragonfly where they did the teases and we got the, the reports in from the spies? A few weeks. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think it was, a, yeah, it was a few weeks. It was yeah, a fair was... amount of time that they were kind of dropping the hints out there, and I think that's the way to do it. You want to let people know, start getting ready. Uh, all right, and uh, with that... I think we've made a HasLab. Uh, Noel is going to text his good pal, Lenny, and let him know exactly what we came up with. There he goes right there. He's going to shoot it off right now. And uh, that just about wraps up this episode of Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. Uh, You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We do live streams every other Monday on the Needless Things YouTube channel. Our next live stream is September 11th. We would love to see you all there. Uh, And I have some track room notes here. Uh, Please rate and review this session in the Dragon Con app. What's the highest number of stars you can rate something? Five. Five. Uh, So if you enjoyed it, let them know you'd like to see us again. Uh, For more programming like this, subscribe to the Tracks YouTube page. They do stuff like this all year long. So the Classics Track actually has a YouTube page. and like, do, share, subscribe. Yes, absolutely. Ring, ring, ring the bell. Smash, smash that, that like button. Like button. <laughs> uh, and please take any trash with you before you leave. Uh, Christian, where can we find that figure photography that you do so well? You can find me on Flickr.com and Instagram under the name Legion Cub. Uh, Noel, you told us a little bit about The Finest, but why don't you recap it again? Uh, so, yes, The Finest, International G.I. Joe Costuming Club. we got uh, garrisons and squads all over the world, so if you're interested in costuming, uh, check out thefinestcc.com or the Finest Recruitment Center on Facebook, and uh, help us raise money for a great cause. Who here has heard the show before? Kind of knows our gimmick a little bit. All right, so I'm going to need everybody's help right here at the end, because we always like to leave things with a rousing... Yo, Joe! (laughs) Thank you guys so much for coming out and having fun with us.
You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.